Today's episode of Titus and Tate is brought to you by Discover. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, like how they require minimums, and worse, how their rewards flat out expire. Or we could talk about how with Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. And now that we've talked about all that, let's get back to Titus and Tate. You know the stuff we're here to talk about. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. On today's episode of Titus and Tate, it is with a heavy heart that I report once again for the millionth time in the last few years, Tate. College basketball is dead. Um, Wait, what? This time because Adam Silver speaking to the Board of Governors, which is just the owners, right? Yes. That's the owners. But well, the they, they're not the, called owners anymore. They're called the governors. They're called the governors. I saw you speaking. Which also to, sounds like more ominous, I think, <laughs> than owner. I, was, I saw you speaking to the Board of Governors, and I was like... Is it just the governors of the states that the, the oh that would be great? <laughs> Could you imagine? It might be. I don't know. That, that seems like an NBA move. Hawaii calling in. <laughs> you guys hear us? <laughs> uh, speaking to the board of governors, Adam Silver says that he would like to drop the NBA draft uh, age requirement from 19 as it currently is to 18. Um, a lot of people saw this headline and they said. I thought that was an NCAA rule because Adam Silver has also, as we have known, propagated that it is propagated this entire time. Yes, it was our fault. That it's the NCAA's fault. Mm-hmm. But now it's in fact not the NCAA's fault, and the NBA is going to fix, or it was the NCAA's fault. But now the NBA is going to be the hero and come and change the rule that they changed in the first place. Yes. Uh, but long story short, all of the for the first time ever in the history of basketball, players can now go out of high school and go straight to the NBA if this goes through. Mm-hmm. Um, and college basketball is going to be dead because there's never been a time ever when in, where, where great, talented uh, high school basketball players have gone have skipped college. That's never happened. Yeah, never happened. So Kevin Garnett, uh, Kobe Bryant. No. Yeah, Kobe, they Kobe did not went happen. to Duke in Carolina. Oh, that's and, true. That's yeah, right. He went to yeah. both. He actually had the transfer yeah. portal. I forgot about that. LeBron went to Ohio State. We remember Tracy McGrady. He was a big star at Duke. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll talk about that for a little bit. Um, how how plausible that is. Also, he said he wanted to steal the Final Four, by the way. we got to talk about that. Adam Silver. Did he really? Yeah, he said he's going to start a new tournament. That single elimination in the middle of the season. I swear to God, this is true. A single elimination tournament where there is a neutral site Final Four. It's like they're, a- trying to steal the, they're trying to steal our game. It's a culture war. I, I, I say it. I, I when I originally said it, it was a joke. But the more time that passes, the more I say it, it is not even kind of a joke anymore. The the college sports are trying to turn into professionals. They're they're watching what the pro <laughs> leagues are doing and saying we have to be more like that. Yes. As meanwhile, the NBA is watching college basketball and is like we, we have, need we, we have, have to, to be, be like that. that. <laughs> Look at these numbers. Sixteen million. Are we going to wake up in like thirty years and be huge NBA fans because they're actually college now? Is it like the Republicans and Democrats? Yeah, so like they, they, they swapped. Yeah, I, I think there's a chance. <laughs> and some people just stick with what they were, you know, because yeah. they always were, even though all the views have changed. <laughs> the NBA is comprised of exclusively of nineteen and twenty year olds, and they're going to classes <laughs> and stuff like that. And all the college teams are making sixty million. All, all the players are making sixty million dollars a year, um, and employees. Yeah, it'd be great. We're gonna talk about that. Speaking of speaking of the death of college basketball, I saw like there's uh, <laughs> there's there's stuff being floated around there. I don't know if it was Goodman or who it was, but uh, I, I I've had people texting me about this. Like, what what does conference realignment mean for the NCAA tournament? Is the NCAA tournament actually in jeopardy? Mm. Um, 
I don't know. Maybe we'll talk about that a little bit. Maybe we'll talk about Gigi Jackson decommitting from North Carolina because I, I really need to hear the story on this. Yeah, All I right. got the story. All right. I know what went down. You never, never, never doubt a bag mom in this life, <laughs> especially when it comes to South Carolina and North Carolina. One of the most bitter recruiting rivalries you ever see uh, in this game usually happens you know, on the football side of things, but mm. now it's on the basketball side. First decommit North Carolina history that I know of. No one's ever decommitted yeah. from North Carolina. so It simply does not happen. It does, not, are, these it are, does not exist. These are new times we're living in, Tate. Mm. These are the new times. These, mm. these, these times where uh, Jim's beloved New York Knicks might be getting Donovan Mitchell as oh well. Are the God. Knicks back? I don't know. Maybe we'll talk about Jim the Pacers. I know. DeAndre Ayton. There's a lot to talk about, yeah. as it turns out. On a on a mid-July day when it doesn't feel like there's much to talk about. We mm -hmm. do, in fact, have a lot to talk about. We'll get to all of it, but first. Woody Durham. He takes the timeout. Technical They're foul. The Technical foul. Technical foul. All right, should we start with the uh, draft thing? Because I don't know how plausible this actually is. This feels like um, something that's been talked about for ages. But for some reason, I feel like now it's more... Uh, I, I don't know. I guess I see it both sides. Like It feels more real that, that the NBA might finally get rid of... Like the one-and-done era of college basketball might actually be over. Um, part of why I... I, I probably think it feels more real is because we're just living in unprecedented times of, of change just constantly every every As time you said look on up, the last episode anything is yeah, possible yeah, yeah so i i guess like that part of me like saw that adam silver wants to drop the age back to 18 um it was like yeah of course why not we're changing everything else let's change that but then uh rationale started my, my rational brain started kicking and i was like don't we get this headline every single off season yes and the answer is yes mm -hmm. but for some reason i also think that this time he means it but then at the same time um Adam Silver, like at the same, we, we all know that Adam Silver is going to do whatever LeBron tells him to do, whatever the players tell him to do. Yes. And if and if the, the players come and they say, Adam, we don't want this, I'll be like, I'm sorry, guys. I apologize for even suggesting it. Mm -hmm. my, I, bad. I, my bad. That one's on me. Mm -hmm. And that, that's, chest. yeah, it taps the chest. Bows, walks out there. And everyone fires off tweets, greatest commissioner alive. Mm -hmm. uh, so is, what do you think? Is, is this, is this, could this actually happen? Because if it does, this is the death of college basketball tape. Yes, it would be the end. And you asked about why, you know, why would you want to do this? And you mentioned LeBron James. And when I tried to reverse engineer this, I think to myself, Bronny. Okay, so what does Bronny have? No offers. <laughs> and what does Bronny have to have to play college basketball? Offers. Offers. <laughs> and if I That's reverse, not true. He's got no offers. He's got one offer from Kentucky, which was... A John Calipari offer, which Why is very he... much, <laughs> I, don't, I think that might be more like a golden ticket yeah, yeah, than yeah. it is like a scholarship offer. But at the same time, Cal's sweating because Cal's like, I, I'm going to throw him this offer. I know it's never going to come yeah. to fruition. And now he's like, is, is this kid actually going to take me exactly. up on this There's offer? no way that he takes him up on that. But what does the NBA do with this move? They also bring back in the idea of buying into potential. We've done this in the past. You know what I mean? Like, if this rule, if the one and done it never happened, think about the, the amount of like, prodigies that would have been drafted into the NBA. Seventh Woods, right. you know what I mean? That's Mac, right. Mac right. McClung, right? right? <laughs> like there's guys that were in high school. Julian Newman, J Jim's favorite uh, yeah. player. Oh, yeah. T-Jass would be... T-Jass would be in the NBA. He would be his last year of his rookie contract probably yes. right now. Yeah. And Kwame Brown yeah. really was the one that... that kind of think jumped the shark for the decision to bring in the one and done rule you know what i mean right. because he goes number one everyone's like 
all the owners are upset because they're like, I can't watch and confirm that they're actually a commodity. I have to kind of just like take a shot in the dark. So that's why the rule was put into place because of the governors. I can't call them owners anymore yeah, because yeah. of the governors. And guess what? The governor's opinions of that have not changed. The only thing that's different now is that we have guys watching eighth graders and grading them and creating top right. 100s of eighth graders. So there is more information for these governors to find out about prodigies. But you still could have a situation where you take the seventh woods and you're like, oh, this guy's not Derrick Rose. Damn. You know? The whole reason we got in this position is because Kwame Brown was so bad that he sullied Michael Jordan's good name. And like yeah. everybody had to hear. Yeah. <laughs> And the league found themselves in a position where everybody would talk about Michael Jordan and how he was treating Kwame Brown. And they're like, we gotta we gotta do something about this. Because MJ, you're, you're not right. wrong. You're just an asshole. Was kind of the, the general consensus on that one. And Michael we, started like the the truth, and he kind of exposed the truth that like rookies cannot help a veteran team win. You know right. what I mean? Which is like the James Wiseman predicament we have in Golden State. I I do love that. I I, I tip my cap Ooh. to Adam Silver. I think David Stern did it for like David Stern was was in charge when the rule was put in place, um, and I think he laid the groundwork. But just the NBA as a whole, the job they've done. And, and gaslighting, brainwashing, whatever the term is. I'm not up to date on my uh, hot terms of the Yeah, of we the need day, like a, a therapist on the show to tell um, us the terms. They, they convinced the, uh, the, the, the general public, the general basketball public, that the reason <laughs> that players have to go, quote unquote, have to go to college for one year is because the NCAA has, has changed the rules or something yes. like that. Like that, that is the general Mark Emmert is getting all the tweets yeah. about, you know, the one and done and how it's ruining college basketball. And yes. he's like, I agree. I agree. I'm on your side. Please um, believe me. So I have a, I have a big brain theory that you're going to like, cause it's, the, all roads lead back to Duke as, yeah. as they always do. Um, Adam Silver, Duke alum. Mm. Uh, I assume that he is uh, very, very close with Mr. K, formerly the man formerly known as Coach K. Um, so do you think, I, I was thinking about this, there might be a situation where Adam Silver is trying to subvert Coach K's, uh, Mr. K's pick of John Shire as the next coach, where Adam mm. Silver, as a Duke alum and as an NBA guy, John Shire was not an NBA player. Yes. Remember, he got poked in the eye in Summer League. Uh, and then he had to go play in Israel or something, right? Like other, otherwise, John Shire would be still playing in the NBA. He'd be on his way to the Hall of Fame. We know this. That's a, why are you laughing? Be, this is a fact. Yeah, like JJ. He'd Ray. be on his way to a Hall yes. of Fame career. Uh -huh. He just got poked in the eye once. Mm -hmm. Um, so John Shire's not an NBA guy. Uh Quinn Snyder does not have a job right now. He is an mm. NBA guy. Adam Silver is a Duke uh, alum. Is there a world where Adam Silver is trying to undermine John Shire by allowing the five-star recruits that are are being funneled to Duke right now by Nike by the Nike machine? Mm -hmm. um, those five stars can now go straight to the NBA under Adam. What, what the plan that Adam Silver wants is those guys can go to the straight to the NBA. John Shire would now have to like build a program and not just you know throw gobs of money at, at the five stars. Mm -hmm. um, it's in Adam Silver's mind, this is not going to work. John Shire's going to get fired in like four or five years, and then Quinn Snyder can take over. Your thoughts on that one? I like where your head's at, and I think that there definitely is Duke implications uh, behind Adam Silver trying to get rid of college basketball because, as we all saw, Coach K was absolutely destroyed uh, on the biggest stage <laughs> in the Final Four. And now Adam Silver is so 
she's trying so hard to get you to subvert your eyes to to come over here to polarize another situation, which right. is college basketball is dead, and also the Final Four is now NBA commodity. Right. The NBA is all Duke talent that is funneling in right. here. Duke is now the winner. So we... Basically, Adam Silver is trying to destroy the Final Four after Coach K was destroyed in the Final Four. They're trying to get rid of the entire entity to say it doesn't even and matter. And on top of that, conference realignment, as we talked about last show, yes. ha- might be leaving Duke holding the in dicks. In the dust. Yeah, mm-hmm. as, as all the music stops and they're just sitting there like, Duke the will hell? still take credit for all these kids that go into the G League or whatever right. new kind of you know funnel system we have. Duke that will is get interesting the credit. That, that Adam Silver waited to say this um, until after it became clear that Duke might be in trouble with the conference mm. realignment. And so he was like, let's just burn the whole motherfucker to the ground. Yeah. yeah. No one cares anymore. Interesting. Interesting. I don't know. Makes you think, what do you think about uh, mm. uh, the future of the NCAA tournament? Because that, that was something we did. We, we talked when, uh, um, you know, UCLA and USC joined the Big Ten, and then we did our first show three and a half weeks later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it was, we talked about uh, the implications of like those particular schools, the conferences of of the Big Ten and the SEC, what's going to happen in North Carolina, that sort of thing. But on the macro level, um, one of the discussions I'm seeing more and more of is uh, what does this mean for the NCAA tournament? Because as I I, I said on the last show, basketball is in a weird position where um, basketball makes a shit ton of money, but it's still being pulled along by by football programs. Mm -hmm. Um, So it is in this weird like like basketball trying to the, the basketball programs trying to appease whatever the what's best for these schools football programs uh could shake up like like all the basketball coaches and all the basketball programs don't want anything to happen in the NCAA tournament they they probably for the most part i mean yeah. john calipari and matt painter are probably like i disagree <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we change this we're, we're gonna change that um but it's not their call in the end. It's like the football and the and the conference commissioner's call. So then you start like uh, you know as, as we kind of said on the last show, it's like anything goes in terms of speculation with this sort of thing. Is there a world where the NCAA tournament is is in jeopardy, Tate? I don't think so because it makes too much money. And I think at the end of the day, regard it may be different, right? We're not going to have like conference champions and conference tournaments, you know, dictating a spot in the sixty eight or sixty four spots. You know what I mean? In the tournament. But I think we're gonna have March Madness. We're gonna have well. That's some what I mean. Like, of- is is one bid league? Is it is it done? Is it like if you're it, it, the Big Ten says a a twenty four team conference, the top twenty teams in the Big Ten are auto automatically into the tournament, whatever this tournament is. The I top just think the number the goes from like eleven, like it has been in the ACC and the Big Ten at times, and then now it's like fifteen right. in a, a part of these super conferences. Right. But then there's still the other conferences, and the other programs are sort of. Like, I think that a Kansas could almost have a basketball be an independent program, you know what I mean, and make their own schedule. Gonzaga yeah. could do that, obviously, you know what I mean? And so, like, these basketball powerhouses could still exist in just a different way, and the tournament could still exist in a different way. It just might be different, you know what I mean? Which sucks because it makes so much sense right now. Yeah. Even though we've added, you know, four teams, we added Dayton, that wasn't really a huge shift, and it made more money for people, so whatever, you get it. But I'm worried that changing, having to shift all of the parameters and the fact that, like you said, you get a situation where 20 teams out of 22 teams at a conference <laughs> right. are in the tournament. Northwestern still finds a way. To <laughs> yeah, Vanderbilt, Northwestern are, are on the outside looking in like, hey, we, we beat Kentucky twice, you know. Um, 
that will really will probably feel really stupid. But I, I think the tournament makes too much money for too many people. Yeah, the to tournament's exist. not going away. Um, it's just like, is the charm of the tournament going away? And mm. I think that's definitely uh, a concern. Um, and, yeah, well, that, and that, that's a different conversation than yeah. the, the NCAA tournament is not going to exist. Because I think when you, you say that, you're talking about the charm. You know what's going to happen is the tournament's going to go away. Like, at, I'm at the charm of the tournament. I mean, like the tournament as we know, it's going to go away. Where the one big leagues are out. They, they're yeah. the the uh, the MIAC is cut out. The the MAC, mm. both MACs, the double A MAC and the single A MAC, are both cut out. Um, is this because of the minion thing? <laughs> Titus obviously has you ruined my day. He, yeah, he, he hates minions. You ruined my day. The the Maction, uh, you know, the, I don't, the official the, account. Got taken over by a minion today. Let me let me set the record straight. <laughs> I don't know how that happens. I but. do not. I do not hate the minions. I just simply do not like. I didn't know we were serious. Yeah, yeah. You do That's not subscribe to the minions. Like yeah. I, I really thought like the minions. I, I. You didn't expect them to have this much of a cultural sway. You know I, what I mean? I, I really, truly, when the Minions movie was coming out, I was like gobsmacked. I was like, there's no way that this is happening. In your and mind, the Minions are like the Geico cavemen. You know, yes, you're like, you were yes. like, this is funny. I remember that. But, but it's gone too far. They're the ones like, they have guys. a CBS show now. They're the, yeah. They're the, uh, they're the uh, frogs saying Budweiser during yeah. the, the, you know. the well, No, the, they have their own language they're... and they have their own films and now they have their own conferences. Yes, and now the Mac... <laughs> Mac at I Mac think that's Sports. why you subliminally took a shot at the Mac. By the way, like, this is this is the funniest part. is You, you sent me this tweet. This is today, uh, July 14th at 9.40 a.m. Pacific time. So that's 12.40 on the East Coast. Just don't want to, great, want to mark. Great reporting. Walter Cronkite <laughs> yeah. reporting the death of college sports. At first, I wasn't <laughs> sure about hashtag Maction, but then it grew on me. It grew spelled G-R-U because Mac fans are one in a minion. And then it's a picture of a fucking minion wearing overalls with the Mac logo on it. Yeah. And here's the funniest part about it, Tate. Uh-huh. Because, like, the, you know how these Twitter streets are. Like, people get desperate. They're desperate for clout. There's a lot of... There's, they there's a lot they of, need content. Yeah. They're desperate, but like every so often you see a you see a horrendous tweet that some um, some person in college was just like, so what do I have to do? Like wake up at 7 a.m. every day for the rest of my life with three question marks. And then it's got like 240 likes because like all the other 19 year olds were like, great point. Yeah. Great point, Rachel. Yeah, yeah honestly. True. <laughs> like, uh, so, you know, I see stuff like that and I'm like. All right, that's annoying as shit, but also I can't I can't knock the hustle. You got two hundred forty thousand <laughs> likes on that. Good job. As of right now, this has nine retweets, eighty one likes. So like the the it, there's eighty one likes. It didn't the, even the, hit. It didn't even hit. Yeah, you sold your soul for nothing. Back. <laughs> and like, <laughs> is it actually a part of anything, or is it just like someone running that account likes the minions? Yeah, there's no campaign. There's, there's no, no directive. Campaign. There's no like, and be sure, and of like, course, be sure to see the new minions. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. If it's an ad, I have mad respect. You know what I mean? Like, get paid, Maction. But it seems like that was just for free, and I don't get it. Oh my god! So where was I? Oh, uh, there might be a world where like the the Mac goes away from the NCAA tournament. Um, but so that that's what's going to happen is that we're going to have like a ten year window where those the smaller schools. Uh, they 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 they're they're just shit out of luck, and the big the big the actual power schools have their own tournament. They crown themselves champion, um, and then like 10, 15, 20 years go by, and then some genius that takes over at the NCAA, probably Jay Billis at that point, <laughs> says we should 
do like the European soccer model and have like a, a tournament within the tournament. Mm-hmm. This is what like Adam Silver, maybe Adam Silver takes over the NCAA. He's, he's now the commissioner <laughs> yeah, of the NCAA. Yeah. Uh, yeah. As they, as they both. Mark Tatum has taken over the NCAA. Um, and we should have a tournament, a midseason tournament where all the small schools and the big schools all compete for one title. And then we're like, did you just reinvent the NCAA tournament? <laughs> we all grew And he's like, yes, that's exactly what I did. Yes. Please clap. <laughs> yeah, that's like the guy that went into Disney and was like, what if we make Lion King? And everyone's like, I don't know, man. It's a little too close. And he was like, but with real animals. <laughs> everyone's like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's that guy. And honestly... That's gonna hopefully be us. I hope that you. I would love uh, to be that guy. Yeah, I want to be on the committee. I think there's a, there there it's is gonna be Condoleezza Rice. There, if we're, if we're gonna be we're gonna be honest about who's gonna come up with that. Condoleezza, she owns the the Broncos now. She owns, is that correct? Did she I see owns that? sports. The Enterprise. Do we have any evidence whatsoever? Uh, <laughs> shout out to Keller for pointing this out to me. He texted me this, and he, <laughs> Keller's good for just like like Keller just like listen to podcasts, not ours necessarily. No, uh, definitely not, not ours. But he'll listen to sports podcasts, and then he'll just like text me takes, but he won't give any context to like what he's been listening to. And he's like, so what I don't understand is like with this whole live tour thing, like why don't the player and it's and like, I'm just kind of like living my life. I'm at the grocery store yeah. and I get like an essay from him. Yeah. It's like breaking down the live tour. And I'm yeah. like, bro, I'm trying to find beans right now. Like I don't have time to like really suss out. Um, so he texted me yesterday for some reason, Condoleezza Rice owning the Broncos. Uh, he must've been reading a story or listening to something about that. And he goes, do we have, and it blew my mind. Do we have any evidence whatsoever that Condoleezza Rice actually likes sports or does she just like sports administration and sports management? <laughs> Is she actually a sports fan? Do we, do we have footage of Condoleezza Rice clapping and saying like, go team? Do, do, what are her teams? Is it Stanford? Is she a Stanford I, fan? I think Stanford is the one that she kind of has acted as a fan, you know what I mean? Or shown like her fandom, but I think he might you know be onto I mean? something. Or does she just like, she likes like administration. Being administration? She likes being an administrator. She likes opening up the books and yeah. looking at the budgets. Yeah. And, like, and she's like, and I love that we make people happy. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? She's like, I'm in the business of trying to make people happy. You're like, what? It's <laughs> unbelievable. Oh, Condoleezza, you're a sports fan. Name uh, name three F1 drivers. <laughs> she did join she Augusta could. National. She, F1's like the one thing Yeah, she, she loves. loves F1 and golf. <laughs> Cricket. Yeah, she joined Augusta National. But, is she, but good, does she play golf? That's, exactly. That's know. what I'm saying. She, she she does have a good brand going though. Like she's like unbelievable. She's touching. Brand. She's putting her hands on everything in sports, but then also, yeah, it's it's like very ambiguous. Like she she almost became the Cleveland Browns, almost in quotes, obviously. Um, head coach. She's basically running the college football playoff. Yeah. She owns the Broncos. She's a member at Augusta National. She kind of took George Bush's dream. Like George yeah. Bush, who owned the Texas Rangers and obviously is a very avid sports fan. This is probably what his dream would be. And Condoleezza said, gotcha, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> She's also positioned herself where um, I don't know how to explain to my kids who she is or why she is. You know what I mean? Like yeah, at this point, I mean, it's just like it's what, like, what she was the secretary of state in the right. Bush administration. That was a million years ago. So at yeah. this point, if you're if you're like the USFL. You got to get Condi Rice involved somehow, and yes. and then like if say I had like an eight year old son at this point in time, and we see that Condoleezza Rice is the new commissioner of the USFL, my son would turn to me and be like, "Why why are you clapping and saying this is a good move, Dad?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I honestly don't know. I just think that like if you're if you're involved with sports in some capacity in 2022, Condoleezza Rice has to be involved. You need Rice. You need Rice." <laughs> 
You need Rice. I mean, that's just a fact. In fact, if you told me that the ACC hired Condoleezza Rice as a consultant, I would look at you and say the ACC's up. <laughs> Watch out. Because <laughs> here comes Stanford. I unironically at this point, here comes Stanford. I unironically at this point think of Condoleezza Rice as the new NCAA, uh, uh, almost a commissioner. He's there we go. We're, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. The NCAA president... Um, I might actually be like, okay, we're all right. All right. We, I think, I think we can fix this. And it's based on nothing. It's yeah. like, I, I don't know her track record with any of this shit. I really truly don't. I don't know anything she's done with sports where it's like, wow, that was a great change. I don't know if it was bad, good or otherwise. All I know, she, she exists in the sports world as just like a headline. And then I'm like, what? what? But it's always <laughs> good pub. You know what I mean? But it's but, always but, good pub. But like when she's there, people feel like things are getting figured out. It's like yes. kind of loses in the room. <laughs> <laughs> she's figured it out. <laughs> we get no reports we get no follow-up like you said i don't even know is she still on these committees like did she leave the committees i don't know i don't know but she starts the committee she's gonna hand out the claire jug at the open this year i think i, I would I, not I, be they are yeah where she is a senior executive on yeah Condoleezza rice gives matthew fitzpatrick his trophy and everyone celebrates yeah and it makes sense somehow i don't understand how it works um what's this uh the, the huge news in college basketball right now that uh, we we touched on briefly, but now um, now we got to really dive in here, Tate. What's this Gigi Jackson situation? Oh yeah, this you, is. Uh, you want me to set the stage for, yeah, for set people the stage that don't know? For the people, yeah. Uh, one of the many number one recruits in the country <laughs> is a man by the name of Gigi Jackson, who is different from the other number one recruit that yes. North Carolina has, which is who? What? The, the, don't don't you have a number one recruit coming in this year? No, no, this, no, this was this, the guy. This is the guy. This is the guy. This, this is the, this the, is the DJ Wagner. April, yeah, DJ Wagner got jumped by Gigi Jackson. Got it. And now he is going to come in this year because he can reclassed and we can talk about That's right. all there's so There's yeah. so many number one recruits on this track of them all. But, yes. uh, and they reclass all the time, so you don't, you know. Yes, DJ Wagner. Um, we had Mike Rutherford on the show a few months ago to talk about how DJ Wagner is definitely going to Louisville. And, um, his number one recruit in the 2023 class, which he now is again because Gigi Jackson is going to reclass in 2022. So congratulations to Mike Rutherford. You had the I thought you were going to say Gigi Jackson decommits from North Carolina and then loses his number one. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Basically. Um, yeah, congratulations to Mike. You have the number one guy, but also I've been seeing some smoke that DJ Wagner might actually go to Kentucky, <laughs> which would be just actually unbelievable. Actually, well, um, if Kenny Payne hires his grandfather. I was going to say, because we have the grandfather is hired by Kenny Payne, but the father, obviously, Dewan Wagner, is hired by Cal. And it's like, who do you listen to more, your grandpa or your dad? How fast can you fire a guy like that? Like, how fast does Kenny Payne fire uh, Papa Wagner? I think if, he just uh, pays him out. He's not yeah. fired. He's kind of like on staff nominally for the rest of the year. Like Rasheed Wallace was at Memphis. Yeah, you just pay him just... out. <laughs> Rasheed Wallace. You're like, Rasheed, you get drug tested. You work for a university. And he's like, oh, all right. Well, <laughs> I'm going to take my pay out. <laughs> that is what happened. Um, so Gigi Jackson, number one recruit for North Carolina. Uh, the, 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 Rumors have been floating for a couple of weeks. We haven't touched on them because we don't we don't address rumors. Yeah, on the I don't. Show. That's do one thing we don't do. I don't. We, do you'll never hear us talk about. You'll never hear us speculate. You'll never hear us give credence to to rumors. We that react. We will <laughs> react. Um, that Gigi Jackson is going to decommit from North Carolina, which, yeah. as you said, is the first decommitment in the history of North Carolina basketball, as far as we know. Yes. Um, 
And and now he he is uh, going to decommit and commit to South Carolina. And this is big news because players simply do not decommit from North Carolina. It begs the question, would this happen if Roy or Dean were still there? Is mm. Hubert Davis still the man for the job? Um, is there trouble in paradise? Is the Carolina season off the rails before it's even started? No. This is what people are asking. <laughs> what say you? I think it's a good thing in one sense. It, it takes people, you know, kind of off this bandwagon high of Carolina basketball. Things have been going too well. We get the number one recruit in the 2023 class coming off, you know, of slaying Coach K on the biggest stage in the Final Four. So a lot of things were going great. But Gigi Jackson has apparently been in uh you know in a situation where he wanted to commit to carolina since last summer right so like there were multiple times where i would hear a lot of you know smoke gathering in there like gg jackson he's going to commit nothing then mm-hmm. gg jackson nothing gg jackson nothing all right cut to coach k's last game in college basketball north carolina is on top of the world right they do this and then about 20 some days later gg jackson commits to north carolina and he was in New Orleans with USA Basketball. You know, he was at the practices. He really he saw Duke. He saw North Carolina. He commits North Carolina. A lot of people thought it was down to Duke in North Carolina. But in the back of the whole conversation and in the situation, his mom did not go to the announcement that he was committing to North Carolina because the mom apparently went to South Carolina. They live in South Carolina. He is a South Carolina kid. Mm, I can't hate that then. No. I can't hate it. Okay, but go on. Go on. I'm listening. Gigi Jackson is in the class of 2023. He's going to be the number one recruit. He's going to come in after North Carolina plays this season as they try to win a national championship with the whole core coming back. But then he would come in after that. That's the plan. Right. Everybody's hunky-dory. Hubert Davis is happy. We did it. The Carolina basketball. Boom, baby. Simeon Wilcher is coming to another five-star. Things are going great. But while this, while this is all going on, there's still a lot of smoke that Gigi Jackson, based on what he's heard from USA Basketball, which comes back to Adam Silver, the Duke Illuminati, you know what I mean? Right, of The course, USA yes. Basketball people have been telling this kid he's too good to wait a year. He doesn't need to go to prep school. He should get in the NBA draft. He should be in the draft next year. He'd be the number one pick. That's all he's hearing. So Gigi Jackson, based on all of that information coming in, he's playing great. He decides, I'm going to reclass. And North Carolina, during this time, right, they had Gigi in the 2023 class. We're all good. We have one scholarship. Pete Nance is available. They give Pete Nance a scholarship. The team is full. Now you're full. But now Gigi Jackson, based on the information from USA Basketball, a.k.a. Duke, a.k.a. the Duke Mafia, Adam Silver, NBA Mafia, whatever you want to call it, he is going to have to reclass because he's too good to wait. Mm. Carolina wants you to wait. You're too good. right. So now you're going to reclass. Carolina has no scholarships. The mom wants him to go to South Carolina. He's going to go to South Carolina. He's going to play next year at South Carolina. He's going to be eligible for the NBA draft in 2023. And, you know, that is the the decision. And the decision is basically coming from USA Basketball Serious and qu- from his mom. So. Serious question. Why can't he go to Carolina and not have a scholarship and just make a shit ton of money? And, that's and what I everyone... Help. That's what I've been saying. And that's what Carolina <laughs> said to him. Carolina said... We can get you well paid. Screw scholarship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can get you. You can be like the first of its kind. But the decision was already made. You know what I mean? I can't. The scholarship is a little bit of an excuse at some level, but at the same time, it sounds like Gigi wanted to stay in 2023 and go to Carolina, Mm. but he was advised otherwise. So you can't really be mad at the kid. I'm never mad at the kid. 
yet again, USA basketball is working against Carolina basketball. You know what I mean? Like, I, I like I don't understand it. I love USA basketball. I love this country. Like, I'm not going to make any LeBron Where comments. Where my country gone? You know what, what I mean? But, like, I don't like that the USA basketball group has turned on Carolina basketball and working, like, objectively against the brand. I don't like that. And the NBA is. Huh. Where my NBA gone? Where, where my, my USA where basketball my gone? And where is the appreciation for Michael Jordan from both these camps? Because they wouldn't exist in any sort of capacity without the man. And all they want to do is disrespect <laughs> him. And also, Gigi Jackson, the only thing that I will say is he wears number 23. Uh, Not anymore. So that might be, Not anymore. That might be part of You can't of wear 23. What, what you, did you uh, Sedarius Thornwell wear? At what? South Carolina, right? Yeah, yeah, Didn't he wear 23? He, I thought he wore 23. He did wear 23, I think. But his jersey's not retired? Probably not. No, he wore zero. He's zero? Why do I think he's 23? Why? I don't know. Did I he think, wear 23 I think the Clippers, just, maybe? I think you just default. Like, anytime there's a guy that's good at basketball, you're like, he definitely is <laughs> yeah, It's like 10 in soccer. You're like, yeah, 23 for sure. <laughs> that's how Draymond has tricked people, too. Draymond wore 23, and everyone's like, I don't know, man. He's got to be, like, one of the best players on the team. He wears 23. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Huge swing and a miss, by the way. I'm usually better at that kind of thing. I, I think not that I remember. His, that's not even close. It's not even like he wore 32 or something. Yeah, I, I know. Um, I was gonna look it up, uh, but yeah. Anyway, um, so Gigi Jackson, he's lost the privilege to wear the number 23. I think. I, I by, by denying North Carolina, you cannot wear 23. In the interest Cease of in the interest of uh, consistency, not being a hypocrite. I have to say, Tate, that uh, I I do in-state kids go, going to going to the state school in-state, or if there's more than one state school, that's fine too. Going to a state school and staying in-state mm-hmm. if you're a five-star recruit, especially a number one recruit, I'll always support that. Yeah, I, I always will. I'm fine. That. I'm fine with it at some level because you know, like you said, he's staying for his you know home state and for his mom. I can respect that at some level, but. On a higher level, yeah. there's going to be if a he, note. We're going to send like a mass email around the UNC basketball Illuminati. We're done with South Carolina. <laughs> Zion lied to us. We're, we're, you know, so he like, so, yeah, yeah, Zion lied true. to us. GG, this whole situation plays out. Well, Zion were seventh woods. We all saw how that played out. I mean, he won an F championship, but it didn't work out. So at the end of the day, we are out of South Carolina. We did this with California. Larry Drew broke us. We're like, we're done with That's California right. kids. Didn't, I think high level note. We're done with South Carolina. Didn't Zion also have the retired jersey deal? Like, didn't Phil Ford unretire? Phil number Ford 12? promised this man number twelve, and he was like, "I'm coming to Carolina." And then he went to Duke, and then, and then he, went he wore to Duke, number twelve, and he wore number one because wow. Nike makes you wear number one. It's part wow. of the deal. Wow. Go look it up. Look at every number one the past six years at Duke. It's the number one recruiter who Nike deemed as the number one prospect, and they all wear number one. Trevor it's Kills. Good. Hey, <laughs> New York Nick Trevor Kills. That's got to get you excited, Jim. Hearing that, yeah, I can't wait. That he wore number. <laughs> did he make? It, did he make Duke. a three? He made one three. Mm-hmm. Congratulations! I wore number one. Of did course, you? you did. Mm-hmm. And twenty three. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> no, see, my high school, they wouldn't let people. That would be a gym move. Would be like you wear number one at home and twenty three on the road or something. I I'm surprised. I'm surprised LeBron hasn't tried that. Like six at home and 23 on the road. Or LeBron's like trying anything to sell jerseys and sneakers, <laughs> whatever it takes. <laughs> um. So where were we? Gigi Jackson. Um. Yeah. If if he decommits from Carolina and goes to LSU or something, you should. I would be flipping the table if I were. I would just like be throwing shit across the room, and I'd be really upset with, um, 
what transpired, but he's going, you know, he's staying home. So when maybe he that's good. committed to North Carolina back in April, there were still South Carolina people that I saw that were like, he'll never go to North Carolina. They already knew that the mom, that that wasn't going to happen. The bag mom. The bag, the bag mom. The bag mom. And the are... bag moms always win in the end. And uh, I think the dad, you know, and Gigi were 2023 North Carolina. But I think USA Basketball mom said, let's get the bag. Can't ever hate on the bag. Go get paid. Go to South Carolina. I hope he hopefully he gets like a big NIL deal. I hope he has a good season. But like even if you're if you're chasing the bag, it wouldn't it make more sense to go to North Carolina? With the number one of, team in the country? Yeah. Are you kidding the number me? one team in the country? Marvin Williams didn't even start and went number two because they won the national championship. And that's where I feel like we have lost the uh whatever the plot in in basketball in general it's like we don't even talk we talk about brands but we don't have any common sense it's like what is a common sense play here if you actually want to be on a national radar go play for the number one team in the country as the number one prospect Mm -hmm. and you're gonna get drafted in the top five guaranteed now you go to south carolina you pull a patrick william patrick baldwin that we saw from last year you play a couple games get hurt now you're a second round fringe first round pick Right, like what? What? What is the logic? What is the logic? That was masterful how he did that. He's like, if you come to North Carolina, you will definitely be a top five pick. If you go to South Carolina, you'll be lucky to get drafted. Yeah, lucky. <laughs> Good luck. Is that what you told I don't Brady get the Manic? Logic. Huh? Is that what you told Brady Manic? Brady Manic was so disrespected, <laughs> and uh, he had twelve points last night, and got hit in the face and was bleeding, and no one cared at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, disrespect at a maximum at a pretty a premium but the NBA is a Duke league and that's why I honestly am doing boots on the ground right now you see that basketball over there I want to create a new basketball league I'm going to say it on this show I want to create the ABA I want to bring the ABA back and I want to make it about basketball I'm done with the show business I'm done with the brands mm. I'm done with the BS let's bring basketball back my, my dad is is throwing money at you right now like, how do I invest? <laughs> <laughs> All the boomers in Indiana, <laughs> yeah. North Carolina, are like, yes. I'm gonna start doing those like Joe, Joe Namath infomercials. You know what I mean? Where he's like doing for Medicare. I'm gonna yes. start doing those for the ABA. <laughs> your, your commercials are on Prices Right. They yeah, just come, they cut in at Prices Right. Yeah, it's like, Judge hi, I'm Frazier here for the ABA. <laughs> are you sick and tired of sixty million dollar contracts in the NBA? Sixty million dollars? Can you believe that? Are you tired of watching players sit out? <laughs> Do you get sick to your stomach at behind the back passes and gather steps? Well, Bro, <laughs> get that out of my face. Well, let me tell you about another basketball league. We should yeah. make this video. We should make this I mean, uh, I'm in. commercial. I'm in. I'm telling you. I am. That's how. This is how much this has broken me. Um, but I do appreciate you know the kid for committing to Carolina. But at the end of the day, he should have just waited. If he was always going to go to USC. Do you think? Yeah. Do you think it wasn't always? He was always going. to? I think he was think, always going to go to do, USC. Do, do you, do you trust like the narrative that that he's putting forth? Because you you said people in South Carolina were telling you he's never going to go to North Carolina. Um, so you you think you believe them over like whatever the what, what you just said? Like he wanted to go to Carolina, yeah. but then he wanted to reclass. And I just don't think out. it was really like like my parents took me down to Georgia. We went around the campus. I told my parents I'm going to Georgia. Yeah. But when I got back in the car and we were driving home, I knew there was no way in hell that I ever was going to go to you Georgia. Can't leave home. I couldn't leave North Carolina. Mm. That wasn't an mm. option. It was a better mm. school and it was cheaper. And it was just like, 
it just is what it is you know i may have wanted something and it may have felt great and i may have been really excited about it but the reality of the situation was i was going to go to north carolina <laughs> and the more that i thought about it and it stewed within me i was like i do want to go to north carolina you know you know what i mean all it took was watching carolina beat duke in person on march 10th and kendall marshall putting two fists in the air and i'm like I belong here. This is where I belong. But at the same time, I think Gigi Jackson probably committed to Carolina, heat of the moment. We're on top of the world. We just slayed Coach K. He likes, you know, Seth Trimble, who's a freshman, and their friends and all that stuff. You know, it seems like a fun, cool place to go. But then at the end of the day, I think home comes calling. Is Gigi... So I give him the benefit of the doubt. You know, I'm not mad at the kid, and I actually have not liked seeing, like, some of these... Car- I wouldn't call them Carolina fans. Definitely not Carolina alums that have, like, attacked him and stuff, you know? I'm not about that. You Disgraceful. Can't, you can't be about Disgraceful. That. No class. But it is a little SEC, Mark. No class. That is <laughs> yeah, don't bring that shit to the Big Ten. We don't want that. We're classy in the Big Ten. We don't... Uh, it's we giving don't, me SEC vibes. So. We don't, he's we, going to the SEC, so he, he knows what that's about. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know about Gigi Jackson as a name, by the way. I don't know how I feel about that. Like, that doesn't... It, I, I, the, I, I don't know. I don't know how much you read into that stuff, but like that just doesn't seem like a the it doesn't seem it doesn't. I had a scout, Gigi Jackson. I I asked a scout. I don't uh, like it. This true story. I asked a scout. I said, "Who does Gigi Jackson remind you of?" And I, this guy, trust them with my life. He said Harrison Barnes. And let's just be honest. Like I like Harrison Barnes. I really do. He's a great Tar Heel and a great person and great in the community. But like. I, you know what I mean? Like that, when he committed to Carolina, we got a little too cocky. And I'll yeah. admit that. And I think with Gigi committed, we were a little too high. But if we're just going to, lo- if we're losing out on Harrison Barnes, you know, like he should stay at home. Like if I were to go back in time in a time machine, I would go to Ames, Iowa, and I'd be like, Harrison, you should go to Iowa State, you know? Because <laughs> then he probably would have been a top three pick. So, yeah. you know, I don't know. That's all I'm saying. I'm okay with it. Did he play high I'm school okay with, with Doug McDermott? Who? Harrison. Greg, or Harrison, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I'm, Greg McDermott was in my head, but yeah. Oh, uh, Doug, yeah, Doug, Doug, and, Doug and Harrison play played together. together, right? Yeah, we should have taken both. And they're both from Ames, and they didn't go to Iowa State. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Ooh. think about the Creighton. That's right. Think you about, hate Creighton. I hate Creighton. You hate Grant Gibbs. And they did this. They knew what they were doing. They I spotted saw, it from high school. Uh, speaking of culture wars, by the way, I saw Vicini's new mock draft, and um, we I. I Give dude. me the mock, dude. He's got. He's already got the twenty twenty three mock out. Can I? I, I don't have it in front of me. But how many words? <laughs> <laughs> let me let me try to pull this up. At least Son five thousand words. Because I, 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 uh, I mean, I, <laughs> we have no Wi Fi right now. <laughs> There's we, an outage in my in my neighborhood. I know. So. I have no service <laughs> yeah. here. Like, so we can't really look anything up. So that's why if you think I'm shooting from the hip, I have no idea. I have nothing in front of me. <laughs> my uh, yeah, my phone's even slow. <laughs> but no, yeah, I, I I can I can pull it from memory because I remember his top seven. Um, he had Win Win Banyama, yeah, Win Banana, Victor. Win Win Banyama, Win Yama. Banyama, Win Ban Win Banyama, Win Banyama, <laughs> Win Banyama, Win Banyama, Win Ban. Okay, um, he had him number one, which obviously, obviously, duh, duh. If you don't um, have number one, you're a joke. Um, then he had number two, Scoots Magoots. What's the guy's name? Scoots, uh, Scoots, you know, Scoots, Scoots Henderson? Henderson? Scoots is it Henderson? Henderson? I think it is. That's a name, dude. I, 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 I think he's going to be good. I like I, Scoots I, Magoots. Scoots Magoots is a name, <laughs> That's too. That's his nickname. 
Screws McGoots is I shout but, out Henderson, North Carolina. Shout out this guy Henderson and Ricky Henderson. There's a lot of good Hendersons. You know what I mean? Scoots Henderson's a great name. That's a great name. G- sounds like an ABA player. G- what it G- sounds like. Yeah, I know it does. <laughs> I'm not gonna get this guy to call this guy. There's no way his real name is Scoots, right? Is no, his real has, name? It has to be a nickname for Scooter. He's a. But if you can get everybody to call you Scoots already, because I, I was I was watching Tiger today uh, at the Open, and it dawned on me like how impressive it was that like Tiger from day one was Tiger was Tiger. You know what his real Magic name. from Magic Johnson from like, you know how hard that is to get people to call you your nickname. Not not like yeah. Not like throw it in every so often and and call Kobe the Black Mamba or like Michael Air Jordan or whatever. You literally don't even know their first. Like a lot of people don't even know their real first name. They don't know Irvin and Eldrick. So Scoots, Mag- Scoots Henderson, Mag- Scoots, Scoots Magoots. I think Scoots Magoots Henderson is a <laughs> um, great name. If that's not his real name, that's insane already. I, I'm already yeah. buying stock in this guy that he's got people calling him Scoots. It just but hits also, different when you already have a nickname that is your real name. And Tiger's real name, his middle name is Taunt. T-O-N-T. It's a great tri- trivia question. A lot of people, like if you, I had a trivia question one time, and uh, I like to think I, like, I know a lot about Tiger Woods. But uh, a lot of people know Eldrick. They don't know the actual middle name. T-O-N-T, Tom. Okay, so it says here, uh, Scoot Henderson, American jazz guitarist, is uh, fusion and blues guitarist best known for his work with the band Tribal Tech. That's Scott Henderson. I'm sorry, typo. Scott Henderson. Let me try Scoot. So Scoot Henderson's going to the G League, though, right? He's Scoot in- Henderson is G League Ignite. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Win Banyama is a coward. We know that French. He could he could come play in the Big Ten, he but he won't. won't. Mm-hmm. He's scared. Mm-hmm. Um, he's gonna go number one. Scoots Magoots is going number two. <laughs> What's his uh Sterling Sterling quote Scoot Henderson? That's sick, dude. Your name's Sterling Henderson, and people are already just calling you Scoot. Yeah, that's amazing. Is he a point um, guard? I hope up. so. I mean, if you're if your name is Scoot, he's you should a be little, a point guard. He's got like an afro too. Oh my god! I, fucking, I love this ABA. guy. I love ABA. But Get he's him on the phone. Night, dude. This is giving me an identity well, crisis. That's because yeah, he doesn't guy. have an option. He doesn't have the right option. He doesn't have the ABA, dude. Um. So he's number two. Then you have uh the the two twins that are in the overtime elite. The the Thompson twins, right? Yeah. The, I feel like they got a profile for being the the kids that went there. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Like they're not that good, are they? They can't be. Yeah. If you're that good, why would you, why are why you not you? The Big Ten? <laughs> why, why are you not in Iowa? Look at Keegan Murray. <laughs> Keegan Murray's had six 20-point games so far in the summer league. Yeah, and people exactly. were saying the Big Ten isn't good exactly. enough. I mean, are you kidding me? Yeah, yes. Facts. Um, but no, I was I was looking at Sam's mock draft, and apparently next year next draft is going to be very heavy uh, non-college. It's a war on college Dude, basketball. So we we got to gear up already. 300,000 words. 300,000 words on why college basketball is dead because <laughs> the G League Ignite and – France and overtime elite. I promise you this. If North Carolina prospects. wins a national championship and they don't have at least three first rounders, I literally go to war. <laughs> I go to war. Because Sean May was a lottery pick because he's a winner. And you know what I'm tired of? Losers getting picked where winners we should, used to get We should picked. have that in the ABA. The, our ABA winners, winners get picked in the ABA. If you're most outstanding player, uh, and it, it should be like a uh, – if you're most outstanding player in the Final Four – and you, I mean, you have to go first round. Yeah, you have to. And, it's and a fact. We have to figure out a way to make that happen. Like we punish all the team. We punish every single team in the league. No, you lose a first round pick if you don't take. Like if you had the last pick and you don't take uh, the most outstanding player, you lose your first round pick next year. What about you take like we get Evan Miyakawa, our resident <laughs> um, algorithm guy, to come up with an algorithm, like a PER type algorithm yes. for all the players in college basketball. 
and there is no draft. You just get assigned based on who had the highest PR mm. in college bat. Luca Garza, congratulations. Your you're, first round pick. You're, you're the number one pick. Yeah. Not you're the, the not one. First, you're, you are the you're one. You're the one. Luca Garza goes number one. Peyton Pritchard would have gone like number seven in that draft, probably. Honestly, it's a great <laughs> draft and it's a great method, right? What could possibly go wrong? Um, what else is going on? Should we take a break? Come back and uh, talk about Donovan Mitchell? Yeah. Jim's excited. Quick break to talk about our friends at Coors Light. Summertime shouldn't be about rules and formal gatherings. The best summer experiences are the ones you make on your own terms. That's why Coors Light is the official beer of everything unofficial. It's mountain cold refreshment made to chill. And uh, I got I got a bone to pick. This is not with Coors Light, obviously. Uh, I love Coors Light. I'm, uh, I, I've gone over this extensively. It is it is with the great state of Colorado, Tate, that I, uh, I was over vacation. I spent 10 days in Colorado. Um, I'm... I went to Coors Field, had a uh, had a had a tall boy. Mountains were nice and blue at Coors Field. It uh it was look at you cracking a Coors Light right now. How about that synergy? That's brand synergy, and um that was basically the only place that I was 100 percent sure I could get Coors Light. This is this was shocking to me. It was appalling. It was it frankly needs to be fixed immediately. That Coors Light is not as ubiquitous in Colorado. I was striking out like everywhere I'd go. They're like, we don't, we don't serve Coors Light. I was like, how is this possible? Where, where's the Coors Light? Yeah, there, there's way too many. There's, there's been like an influx of too many hipster type people that have come to Denver and Boulder area. I try to take it away, and then they make these bars, and then they're like, we only serve our own house IPAs, and I'm like, <laughs> what? Not up in here. Are we not like? It, Give is, me Coors Light. Is Coors, is the, is Coors not is Coors right down country. the road? This is Coors Country. What are we doing? Um, but anyway, I survived. And uh, now we're here drinking Coors Light as we speak. There's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill. It's Coors Light. The mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when your beer is cold. That way you always know when it's time to chill. When you need to hit reset, open a Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment made to chill. Summer chill starts with Coors Light. Make the most of your summer with a chance to win chill, exclusive chill merch, fun local experiences, even a trip to New York, Chicago, or L.A. Enter to win at CoorsLight.com slash TNT. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 8 15 Game ends 9-6-22. 50 U.S. states, D.C. 21 plus only. Void where prohibited. For rules, visit CoorsLightSummer.com. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And we're also brought to you by our friends at Edmunds. Buying or selling a car is already a big decision. In environmental sustainability, record gas prices, and the rise of electric cars may have you thinking of new options. For more than 50 years, Edmunds has helped people confidently shop the ever-changing car market with in-depth reviews, online shopping tools, and expert guidance. A free vehicle appraisal is just one of many ways Edmunds empowers car shoppers. Explore all your options, whether you want something more environmentally friendly, roomier, or safer. Learn from comprehensive articles like their electric vehicle buying guide. Read honest, in-depth reviews from their team of unbiased automotive experts. They even have EV rankings for categories, including SUVs and luxury vehicles. And now you can confidently plan your next buy and get most of the shopping done before you visit a dealership. Now you can know the value of your trade-in and get an instant cash offer from a participating dealership. You can budget with calculators to estimate your price range, the monthly loan payments, and more. You can browse new and used listings near you with deal ratings to make sure you're getting a fair price. If you're considering making a change on the road, Edmunds is here to help. Visit edmunds.com slash appraisal to get your free online appraisal today. That's E-D-M-U-N-D-S dot com slash appraisal. Edmunds. They drive it like it is. 
And finally, let's talk about our friends at Discover. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, like how they require minimums, and worse, how their rewards flat out expire. Or we could talk about how with Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Now that we've talked about that, let's get back to Titus and Tate. You know the stuff we're here to talk about. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. After all, who doesn't love a great deal, right? And when it comes to great rates on insurance for all things in your life, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners, condos, or renters coverage. You could save even more with a special discount when you bundle your coverages. Plus, add the easy-to-use GEICO mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance and more, and choosing to switch to GEICO becomes an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save with great rates and discounts. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com to get a rate quote or contact your local agent and get started seeing how much you could save today. All right, a little NBA free agency nonsense, Tate. Um, Donovan Mitchell to the Knicks. Is uh, is, is where where are we at with this? Is this happening? Is this is this definitely happening? I think that the powers that be, aka the Duke Mafia, aka Adam Silver, aka the NBA Mafia, they wanted a big blockbuster deal where I don't know if you guys saw this. Bobby Marks was the one that uh, propagated it to the people, but basically it was Donovan Mitchell going to the Nets, Kevin Durant going to the Suns, DeAndre oh, yeah. Ayton going to the Pacers. Uh, and then Utah getting like all these picks from the Knicks, right? That was the that was the trade that was I think the NBA governors talked about because you know how this works when someone Kevin Durant says I want a trade publicly, all of the owners or governors get on a phone call together mm-hmm. with Adam Silver and they say, okay, where does what makes the most sense for the business of our league? Where should this guy go? And everyone's like, I guess Miami makes sense. I guess Phoenix could make sense. Uh, you know, but then this is going to have to happen. This Ben Simmons provision that's in there. We have to talk about that. So all of this is happening. And then the New York Knicks say, screw all that. We want Donovan Mitchell. And we're willing to trade eight first round picks for him. Mm-hmm. Because Rudy Gobert was four first round mm-hmm. picks. And Danny Ainge, a.k.a. Trader Dan, is saying, I want all of your picks. Give me all your picks. Give me all your picks. And the New York Knicks, it sounds like the New York Knicks are willing to talk five first-round picks. The 2032 NBA draft is going to be... hear that, Jim? Five first-round picks. The 2032 NBA draft is going to be Danny Ainge and Sam Presti just taking turns. Yes. Like, you yes. go. Okay, my turn? Okay, uh, I'll take that guy. Okay, you go. Or like Danny Ainge, they just draft, they just draft Big Ten or SEC at that point. And, and it's the, like, the Knicks had the top four picks because they had the worst record the yeah. season before, and they're just watching the, the Thunder, who just won the championship. <laughs> Whoever gets first pick just drafts the conference, and because at that point, there's only two conferences and so Danny Ainge is like I'm gonna take the Big Ten it's like congratulations Danny. you get all the Big Ten guys that are coming out and uh Sam Presti you get all the uh SEC guys oh, and like, there you oh, go yeah, that's your NBA draft in 2041 or whatever if we it make is. it there yeah, we, you know what I mean great question do you see those telescope pictures I will say I'm excited didn't it give you like uh it gave you like a little bit of hope or like a glimmer of hope in my mind that like there is like something else, you know what I mean? Because sometimes you feel like you're just floating in the Milky Way and you, it's just us out here. And you're like, man, that's kind of yeah. a cold world, cold universe. But yeah. I think James Webb Telescope, shout out to James Webb, North Carolina grad. Did you, did you made did, it happen. Jim, you're not a space guy. We, we established no, that really. on the last show. Did you see the You're pictures? an ocean guy? 
Yeah, what, what gets you going? What makes you like stop in your tracks and go, holy shit, puppets? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, that's how Pinocchio was made. <laughs> this is like, all right, we need a hot story. <laughs> anytime, anytime Elmo's on a late night talk, sh- talk show, it blows my mind trying to figure out how he's how talking. How he doing this? <laughs> what kind of witchcraft is this? <laughs> you think Sesame Street is a bunch of sadists? He's like, I, he's like, I don't know how they're doing this. Is Big Bird is that a guy in the costume? Yeah. Whereas like Oscar yeah. the Grouch is just like it's more a of a like hand. Is, is a guy it's going a guy like in this? there like this? And he's got like a little screen in there. Oh, who? who oh, the Big Bird? Mm-hmm. There's a guy in the costume, and then he sticks his yeah. arm. Not his that arm tall. is up like this, yeah. and he's like walking around doing yeah. the mouth. He's got a little screen in there, so he can see like what he's doing, what it looks like. <laughs> So the man is obsessed with puppets obsessed. because he has engineered how Big Bird gets mm-hmm. around. Oh, I went to God. the uh, Muppet Museum. <laughs> Season pass. You know, the, uh, Jim, I know Jim knows this, but uh, one of my favorite things, one of my like, welcome to LA, this is how this city is, mm. just deal with it moments was uh, when I saw the Jim Henson studio on, uh, is that La Cienega? What is La it? La Brea. That's right. I, in, right in Hollywood. Sunset. Right there, right below the sunset. And if you're staring at the Jim Henson studio and you just do a 180 and look across the street, there's a strip club <laughs> right across the street. True. <laughs> sunset Strip? Is that what it is? No. That's no. not what it's called. No. It's, uh, I don't know yeah, what it's called. Yeah, Jim's you know what Seventh Vale or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there it is. No, that one's in. <laughs> <laughs> no, that one's on Sunset, actually. Um, the body shop. That was, that, was, uh, that was a fun welcome to LA moment. Where I was like, oh, the, the, the Muppet guy... They make all this shit right in front of my strip club. Yeah, Everyone probably works he, on the Muppets and yeah, goes to the strip he, club He's just like looking at the strip club. Yeah, the they're like time. Gonzo's in there just doing blow with the <laughs> yeah, strippers. And like Fozzie. Um, do you know that? They're the like top, jockeys. On the top of that uh, the Muppet studio, there's Kermit with the uh, top hat. Holding right. his like, top hat up. It's because that used to be Charlie Chaplin's studio. And he's like dressed as Charlie Chaplin or something. Oh, it's like some sick. type of uh, yeah, homage to that. Mm. Really, mm-hmm. but cool. was was that already there? Did they, they didn't? You're, you're not saying they painted over the Charlie Chaplin. They were just saying they made Kermit no, no, no. They the, just okay. made a Kermit yeah, statue the Kermit. on top of it. Oh, there you go. There you go. The, other, the other fun Jim Henson fact, I I, I think it was on Rosillo podcast that he said that uh, someone someone wrote in Rosillo's podcast because Rosillo was telling the story about how he went did karaoke with Dirks Bentley and thought Dirks Bentley was never going to be any like I don't know. He's just like annoyed by his friend doing karaoke. And then Dirk Spinley goes on to be a country star and sell all these records, whatever. But Jim and Jim and Tater both looking at me like, who the fuck is Dirk Spinley? Yeah. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> the guy from the Mass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Rosilla told that story. Someone wrote in and said they had like their uncle or dad or someone had a similar uh, situation where they almost had an intervention. They were buddies with Jim Henson and they almost had an intervention because <laughs> he was playing with puppets so much and they're like, our friend is out of his fucking mind. He's, he's, he's like, like obsessed with these puppets. Yeah, he's playing these puppets. And he's like, we, we were like this close to having an intervention <laughs> and then he becomes Jim Henson. Can you imagine like, like people most... coming in and be like, what the hell is this? <laughs> yeah. A big bird? No one cares. <laughs> you know where Jim Henson went to school? Duke. Ithaca. No. It no. is ACC or was. I don't even know what it is anymore. What? Maryland. Really? Same as Larry David. A, I think they might have been there the same time. I might be wrong about that. Jim Henson no. might be older. See, that's why Maryland should be in the ACC. Maryland's got some hits like that where I'm like, God, I like Maryland. So Kermit the Frog is a Big Ten frog. No, no, no. He's an ACC founding member. 
Where were we? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Don't we were uh, Kermit the Frog is the ACC founding member. Oh, that's right. We, we the James Webb Telescope uh, <laughs> and civilization as we know it is going to cease to exist by the time it's Muppets the Utah and Jazz yeah, use their draft right. picks. That's yeah, right. That's yeah. right. Muppets wow. in space. Muppets. Good movie. <laughs> Muppets in space. Um. What, how do you feel about Donovan Mitchell to the Knicks, Jim? Does that, is that enough to get you going? Five a little bit. He, he is fun bit? to watch if he still plays the way he does. I haven't seen him play in like two years. So, Does he play like that anymore? <laughs> is he still explosive? Jim's or my getting, favorite like, type of Knicks fan. Yeah. Jim's like, I, you tell you tell Jim the Knicks did anything. He's like, I don't like it. And I just need a, I need a few days to figure out why. <laughs> yeah. Give me some time. <laughs> give me some time. But I'll tell you this much. I don't like this move at if all. If they give nine first round draft picks, will he play better? Great question. Think about that. I just can only <laughs> great question. I cannot <laughs> wait to hear that they traded eight first round picks. I think that's the funniest outcome. That the Knicks trade eight first round picks for Diamond Mitchell. He gets there and it's like Dwayne Wade in twenty fourteen. This year they traded a first round pick for nothing. So what does it even matter at this point? <laughs> at least they're getting Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Jalen Brunson, Donovan Mitchell, RJ Barrett. Title contender. There's only one basketball tape. <laughs> There's only one basketball. There's a lot Mitchell of guys that love to have the ball in their hands. Donovan Mitchell said he heard the pod, loves the ABA idea. He's like, mm. I'll just go with you. Yeah. I'll be the face of it. Money. Would you take him? Yes. Oh, see? So there we go. I what? like him on the Knicks now. Can we? Scoot Henderson, Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> we we We're draft building. our own. Thompson. We're building. We're Thompson our... twins. Brady Man. Band. Um, what, uh, yeah, Donovan Mitchell and Knicks would act. I, 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 I genuinely mean this. I think that'd be cool because the Knicks are, they need something. You know the Knicks, like when, when Carmelo was on the Knicks, at least they, they were, they were relevant. They were yeah. interesting. And I remember like, Shumpert and JR, yeah. that was fun. Um, yeah. I am excited though. Cause you know, he could have went to my high school, Donovan Mitchell. Really? Mm-hmm. He's from what? like the town next to us that like, they could go to like two different high schools, either us or like our rival, but he just went to a private school I didn't know anyway. Was yeah. I didn't know Elmsford. that. Mm-hmm. This is Donald West Mitchell. Chester, the, by the way, the uh, the story no one else is going to talk about, but uh, we are Rick Pitino experts on this podcast, so I'm going to bring it up. Uh, Donovan Mitchell to New York City is oh great God. for Iona. Great for Iona. Great for Rick Pitino. Iona University, by the way, mm-hmm. no longer Iona College. Yeah. Did you see that? They Too, got they got big. bumped up to yeah. uh, university status. I don't know how that works, but um, yeah, that would be the great. real IU. Some are saying, <laughs> don't <laughs> talk about Iowa games. <laughs> Don't you dare. Um, <laughs> that's going to be great for Iona, right? Are we yeah. going to get Donovan Mitchell and Patino? Uh, yeah. It's got to be great like, for Louisville fans like Mike Rutherford, you know what I mean? To see some sort of connection, even though it's going to be Iona getting the credit, you know what I yeah. mean? It's going to be nice. New York's team, um, Louisville. This is also Kentucky versus Louisville. They they both try to claim the Knicks, you know what I mean? That's There's, a great point. So are they the Louisville Knicks? Are they can, the Kentucky Knicks? That's we'll a great figure point. figure that out. Last thing I had was uh, Michigan today, Gonzaga's a go for the aircraft carrier game. As the uh, as the as the guy who was at the last successful or or his school was participating in the last and only successful aircraft carrier game, how does it make you feel? Well, it feels uh, pretty shitty that they did not invite Carolina uh, back to play in it. So I don't know who had the rights to that. So I, I, I don't like that part of it. I, I do not like that. But I do like that it. it's in San Diego. That's where the last one was mm-hmm. in 2011. The one that worked. The, the one ones, that worked. The ones that didn't work. and, and it's Jacksonville, Florida. You know what I mean? Uh, South, South Charleston, I think, I think was so. where Ohio State Marquette yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's an important distinction because I, I've seen people say, why are we doing this again? Didn't last time it... It works in San Diego. It works in San Diego. San Diego is nice yeah. all the time, and it's going to be great weather. 
I think it'll be, you know, two programs and two coaches that kind of fit the game and they're going to have a lot of reverence for it, which will be nice. It'll be good for college basketball. But I still ask, how did Michigan State somehow come away with the rights? They lost that game uh, when they played North Carolina. So yeah. how do they have the rights to that game? And North Carolina doesn't. I don't know. But I'm excited. To Are watch. you sure North Carolina wasn't asked? What if I'm not North Carolina, sure. Yeah. What I'm if they're sure. scared? What if Hubert Davis is like, I don't want to be exposed out of the gate on, on night one. And Tom Bilzo is like, anytime, anywhere. Literally anywhere. I'll play mm-hmm. on an aircraft carrier. I believe Tom Izzo would say that. Yeah. But I think Tom Izzo is also like, do you, we have to play North Carolina every time we have one of these games because I'm tired of losing to them. There, it is like the same seven schools that that they just kind of rotated that, that, out. which makes sense because they're the the big. You're right. They may have, have called the, North Carolina first, and then Tom Izzo pulled. You know, the I'm top dog in college basketball and was like, "Can we play Gonzaga?" That, I mean, listen, this isn't disrespect to Hubert, but Hubert doesn't swing as big a dick as Tom Izzo does in college. That's basketball, what I'm saying. You know, so Mark Few as well. Yeah, Mark Few. I mean, there's a pecking order to this, yeah. and as there should be. You know, like if Hubert Davis just steps in and is calling all the shots, that's a terrible precedent. Yeah, so I think John Shire should be at the bottom of the totem pole, and everyone should make him earn his respect. Yeah, yeah. Great point. <laughs> Adam Silver agrees. Adam Silver says yes, and for that reason, <laughs> Quinn Snyder is in in three years. Uh, all right, let's let's wrap this up. Shout out, to close us. Oh man. Uh, shout out to Cameron Young, who is leading the Open Championship right now. He is from Westchester. Um, so I, I did not know that he was from there, but I heard that on the broadcast. Is he really? Today, and He's it made from... me think of uh, Jim Cunningham. Nice. I had no idea. Who is he? Cameron Young. He's a golfer, golfer. USA golfer. Uh, he was eight under. Rory McIlroy, number two up there. I think he was six under, but Cameron Young. Shout out to Rory, Rory McIlroy for being a, a former Irish. fat guy that everybody forgets was fat. He's Kevin Love. Him and Kevin Love are the two. Yeah. They're they're definitely on my Mount Rushmore of like fat Because like there are a lot of guys that have lost weight that um everyone knows they've lost weight. Mm-hmm. But Al those, Roker. Al Roker's a good one. Yeah. Great one. Um, John Popper. Big Boy. Big Boy, the, the radio DJ out in LA. He was <laughs> known as Big Boy. John Popper. John Popper? Who's that? Mr. Popper's Penguin? Blues Traveler. Oh. The guy who plays the harmonica, the fat guy. Oh, really? Now he's, he's like fat. so skinny. Yeah. Uh, oh, really? Mm-hmm. Mm. Great reference, Jim. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, the I mean, Blues Traveler harmonica. Yeah. Blues Traveler band. I know Blues Traveler, but like, mm-hmm. is is he that famous? I should know the yeah, harmonica definitely. guy. Also, because he was huge, and now he's like so skinny. It's a big one. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Rory and Kevin Love mm-hmm. have somehow figured out a way to make everyone forget they were ever fat in the first place. Yeah, which is very impressive. I don't know how they did it, but that's. I'm jealous. In that Nike commercial where they show Rory watching Tiger when he's young, he's not fat. Ooh, mm. great point. So maybe he just had like a little stage. Rory, Rory's fat face, like all time doofus look. The fat and the the he had the fro and it was like pop. He'd wear the hat and have like the the fro popping out the the bottom of his hat. <laughs> yeah, it was tough. <laughs> he was a sloppy like, and he's yeah. like 20 years old. And I'm not I'm not making fun of him because like. Every picture of me when I was 20 years old, I looked the exact same, basically. I just don't have curly hair. But, uh, man, yeah. No, he had, he's, the hat, he's, he had the hat down low. Yeah, he had, He's like, a good-looking so lad now. He figured he's it a, out. He's a, he's a fit. Well, it goes to show, man. You, they put you in the Nike machine, you know? You're going to figure it out. They're going to get you a nutritionist. They're going to get you a trainer. They're going to, like, basically work you into shape. I got to look up John Popper now. Unless you're Zion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> John Popper... <laughs> this dude looks like he loves board games. This dude looks Muppets. Does he look like he oh likes Muppets? Muppets? Oh, look at this guy. Look at this guy. 
And then Can you see him skinny? Yeah, 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 there he is. He's, he's lost some I think he got now. surgery. Oh, he got the stomach. Cheater. Yeah, did, did, Al, did Al Roker get that? Yeah. yeah. Is Al, Al Roker, do you put the weight back on? I haven't no, seen Al Roker. Al Roker. Is he still skinny? I think I he's know. still, I think he's pretty skinny. I think we should do, we should do, uh, I should do my power rankings of, uh, of yeah, Kevin Love and Roy are the two, though. They're the two best. Kevin players. Love has, like, somehow, he almost had, like, the men in black, like, memory eraser thing. You know what I mean? Dude, like, he, he had a chin strap beard and yeah. wear, like, the baggy. He was like Brad Calipari. He was like fat Brad Calipari. Yeah, now he's like GQ. <laughs> no, he's... I, it is wild. He went from Brad Calipari to Brad Pitt. And I don't know how he, <laughs> yeah, how he, how he pulled it off. Another one's Chris LA. Pratt. Oh, yeah, Chris Pratt. Oh, Chris Pratt's a good call. Mm-hmm. That was just steroids, though. That was just like he got the. the he just got Marvel. a trainer. Yeah, he just got the trainer. Yeah, like, he's gonna go back. I think. He's, I think he'll break. <laughs> what about Mac? Mac from Always Sunny. That was just body fun, right? Did he do that on purpose? Like just for the show? Yeah, which is great. He got ripped. But I also too. don't like when skinny people um, get fat just to show that they can, and then get skinny again. So I, think, I think it's disrespectful. Were you? Were, you were one of those people who were so upset at Adele for getting yeah. You healthy. canceled Adele. I remember you, you, yeah, you were you were one of those people. Yeah. you were like, "This you is fat tweeting. shaming." Yeah, that's how right. dare she go on a diet? I remember you saying this. I definitely did it, but uh, <laughs> I do like Adele, and I, I I do think her music actually took a hit from the weight loss, though. You know what I mean? It's like a very, a it's point. very Mike Dom. Well, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> like Mike Dom vibes. But also, those opera like singers like usually are bigger too, so like it's bigger for your voice. Yeah, exactly. I don't know how that works, but I don't. Either. I think your vocal cords are just like lined with fat, like a fatty layer. Maybe hmm. I don't know. Maybe can can your vocal cords be fat? Can you get fat Maybe. vocal cords? You can get polyps, uh-huh. which is kind of like I don't know. Um, but then, but then Tate, when she wore that like uh, outfit, <laughs> then that, then you were back in on her. I remember that. <laughs> which one? Like oh, the Jamaican, the Jamaican outfit. Yeah. yeah. They, did you hear the story on that? Like they gave her her Instagram password. She had never had her password. They gave her Instagram. <laughs> this is like the rumored story. Probably not true. But they gave Adele her Instagram password. She posted a picture of her, like basically appropriating Jamaican culture. That was like her first. That was the one. Post the first one. And everyone was took it back. From her. Dude, that's genius. She did that on purpose. I think she so. was like, I don't want like, to run this shit. She's like, y'all are gonna see how messed up it is if I do. <laughs> Honestly, that is classic. Like, <laughs> that, that's a classic move at work. Is you just fuck up on purpose. Yeah, so you're yeah, less you responsibility. Yeah. You're like, Dan, you really don't want me to do this. He's like, dude, just do the expense report, please, for me. And then he looks at it. And he's like, Jesus Christ. That's a big married guy move. The like, you, you load the dishwasher wrong, and, and, you're, and then your She's wife like, gets mad. Yeah, at you and you're you don't like, know how to do laundry. Like, no, never I, I guess. I guess maybe you should do yeah. it, so I don't fuck it up moving forward. Yeah, I'm gonna go check the grass. <laughs> Looking good. Folding laundry into paper airplanes or something. They're like, what is this? Oh, man. Uh, what other shout outs? Shout out to, uh, I want to shout out to the Columbus Blue Jackets for signing Johnny Hockey, um, a man who uh, I, I didn't really know anything about until um, the Blue Jackets signed him. I knew, I knew he played for Calgary because <laughs> I remember watching like sporadically the, uh, the, the uh, Edmonton versus Calgary series and Obviously, I remember the guy from there, but um, I didn't really know it was going to send shockwaves throughout the Central Ohio professional sports landscape. Tate, but it did. It, it did exactly that. Johnny Gaudreau, I think, is his name. Yeah, it is. we just know him as Johnny Hockey. Johnny Hockey has signed with the Columbus Blue Jackets, and I have run the algorithm dozens and dozens of times. I have yet to come up with a scenario in which the Blue Jackets do not win the Cup next year. 
So and this that. is great because uh, like the the flames are lighting his jersey on fire. This is very LeBron, you know what I mean. But this but is that's like all. But they're, the the, they're literally the flames. So like you could argue that that's like kind of like their thing. Their this thing. is, this like is what they're, they're supposed to do. If there's one team that should be able to yeah. set jerseys on fire, it should be the flames. But yeah, you're right. But going to LeBron's fake college town, you know what I mean? Right. Like it's <laughs> it's kind of cool that something's worked out. Is Columbus big enough for LeBron and Johnny Gaudreau? I don't think at so. At the same time. I don't, I don't know. So. It's LeBron's Which is town. It's going to hurt Bronny going to the Cavs in Adam Silver's new NBA where, you know, 18-year-olds can get drafted. So, we'll see mm. what happens. CBJ back are back though. They also they, they also drafted like some massive dude. I guess I don't know. <laughs> you could see how big of a fan I am. But uh, the Hurricanes they, they drafted made some a guys trade. like six nine or something. The Hurricanes made a trade for a thirty seven year old defenseman from the Sharks who's an all star, and uh, some people are calling it a blockbuster trade. <laughs> so watch out for the Canes again. Huge fan over here. Can you imagine if? My Blue Jackets win a Stanley Cup right after my Avalanche did. Back to back cups for your boy, <laughs> dude. Dude, that's like uh, every Duke slash Yankees slash Lakers slash Warriors fan. That's I had there. a guy. I took a screenshot of it. There was a guy that like popped up in my mentions. I think he was arguing with someone else, but I was like tagged in it. Um, <laughs> his his uh, uh, his name is Zach. Shout out to Zach. Oh, Zach. I, I I don't need to say his last name, but uh. His his bio says this. First of all, he's from this has to be a bot, right? His 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 location is Kenosha, Wisconsin, which is already like Wow. Yeah, there yeah. are people from Kenosha, but at the T-Jazz. same time. Yeah, T-Jazz yeah, is no, from Kenosha. Th- is he really? Mm-hmm. Says all right. it all. Well, right there. you know, there are people that, that from Kenosha, it but it's like, all right, that's interesting. <laughs> his background, um, his background is Joe Burrow and Coach O hoisting the the college football national title <laughs> yes his profile picture is mr k and the 2022 duke blue devils there's paolo respect. i see aj griffin i see wendell moore trevor keels is there yeah the, joey the, baker respect. made it to the yeah. yeah it's just a collage of of all the duke players oh, yeah. uh and then his bio reads r.i.p kobe <laughs> This is Jason Tatum's burner. Lake Show, Duke Blue Devils, LSU, New Orleans Saints. LSU is the real DBU and wide receiver you. And that was and this guy like popped up. He was like talking shit to somebody about Duke or something. I don't know. And I was tagged in it. He wasn't even talking to me. So like I wasn't this, this you're is, not this offended, isn't me. I'm not you're, offended. You're just more like, like I can't believe this person. Fascinated. Exists, but like those are the people I'm talking about. I clicked about, on man. his profile and I was like, what the hell is this? And I I screenshotted it. But before. you're right. That's a bot. It has to be a bot. It can't be a real person. If it is a real person, like that's unbelievable. Like we should have him on the show. Right? Like I want to hear how they got to this point. Like what a ridiculous group of He'll teams. only go on the number one show. This guy's got the best taste. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's a, yeah. He only looks at the uh, the podcast. Right, yeah, he's, he's like, I write the life advice every single week, dude. Anyway, Blue Jackets are back. That's one shout out I have. Uh, what else? What else is there? Any other shout out? Honestly, I, I have no other shout outs. This is a dead period shout of time. Out to, I, shout out to college basketball for trying to die again, though. Shout out to Mike Woodson. He won some competition where he had the best lawn in his neighborhood. I saw that. No way. And 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 some people were slightly surprised by that. But I was like, Did, have you seen this man's goatee? Like, <laughs> <laughs> just the most manicure. perfectly manicured yeah, yeah, goatee this, this ever. Man knows what he's, he knows what yeah. he's doing uh, with the weed whacker, certainly. Shout out to Brian Windhorse. Speaking of Donovan Mitchell to the Knicks, mm-hmm. that we did we really talk about that last show? The Windhorse, the, the I I cannot get enough of those memes and the yeah. the whole the whole fucking thing is hilarious. But um, the fact that he's right, but also he wasn't right because he never actually said anything. Mm-hmm. But now, like if Donovan Mitchell gets traded after Rudy Gobert gets traded, he's one hundred percent right because he was basically just saying like the Jazz are going to blow it up. 
Yeah. But they're coming back from commercial and it's a guest host situation at first take. And they were like, we got to kill. Good job. Like after the A block, they were like, good job, everybody. Uh, now we still have 57 minutes of programming to kill. And everyone was like, God damn, how are we going to do that? Brian Warner was just like, say no more. Yeah. I'm going to eat up. I'm going to eat up five minutes. And it was all about the aggregators, which is the funniest thing because the aggregators, like, it's kind of like that. It's like that uh, account that you just read. That is who an aggregator is. It's like this made up phenomenon. You know what I mean? But it's hilarious that Brian Windhorst can talk around it. So shout out to that. He was, he was right all along, but also was he? He didn't say anything. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, what else was I gonna I was I was gonna shout out? Oh, my father and and brother right now are I'm in a group I want to shout out this guy. Whoever runs this uh CBK report, have you seen have you seen this shit? Dude. Yeah. Who's the I, Who this, is this? this is respect. The, have you seen Jim this like this okay. uh these these like fu- like this style of presenting aggregation or okay. whatever it is uh-huh. uh, of lists? Um Whoever this guy is, he just like has popped up out of nowhere. It, it, he just like basically it's, it's some dude that's just like firing off. Like here are the here are the top ten atmospheres. Here are the top ten shooting guards coming into next season. And I, he he, from my estimation, he has a hundred percent hit rate on getting people to eat the trash. And like everybody's like, yeah, everyone's upset. Yeah, this guy's a prodigy. I don't know who he is. Yeah. I want to meet him. I want to have him on the show because as we're recording this show. My dad sent me the top 10 college basketball atmospheres from CBK report and Indiana's at number three and Purdue's at number four. And he's like above Purdue again. (laughs) (laughs) Your dad's actually taking it. He's like, got him again. He wants to hang a banner. (laughs) The the official report. And then he said, where's UNC? I I kid you not. He says, UNC question mark. (laughs) Where are they? Man, CBK report. Yeah, every single one of them. You know what I'm talking is about. That the same, like, that's the same account that had the college towns, right? And had yeah, like, yeah. It had like Madison, Wisconsin. Number, this guy's a prodigy. Four. I'm telling yeah. you. Like he's 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 going for it, and he's he's the genius behind it is that no one knows who it is, so we're not really sure who we're mad at. You just kind of mm-hmm. like drop a stick of dynamite and then walk yeah. away. And his name is Zach, fun. probably. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same guy it's the same guy for sure oh man is that it uh who you got in the tour de france jim lance got- armstrong <laughs> who you got? that's going on lance armstrong. mlb all-star game next week dude how do we not have passes to that by the way i just want to go to the derby with fox with fox we have no we have nothing we can't go to that in la no I love the, <laughs> no. I, I love the all-star game because the al wins every single time and i don't understand how it happens it doesn't make any sense. Baseball is like the most random sport ever. You can get like, like you could put a high school team up against the Yankees, and if they play 162 times, the high school team will find a way to win one game because yeah. like it's just so much variance. It's just craziest shit happens, and yet somehow every single time in the All Star game, literally every single time, the American League beats the National League, and it makes no sense. And it used to be because like they pe- people used to make excuses about like the American League, they're using a DH. And they're more used to the DH, mm-hmm. and now the National League is like trying to get used to the. There are we're out of excuses because they've been using DHs for a while now. It's just I don't know. It's, Jim said it. The American League is better. Yeah, it's always been better. That's Based why. On what? It just is the Yankees. <laughs> Twenty-seven. <laughs> Stupid. Twenty-seven raised. <laughs> yeah. True. Uh, I didn't. Yeah, that, didn't Mad Dog do like a top five sports franchise, and he had the Yankees number one. That was amazing. Of course. <laughs> I mean, um, I think that's it. I think that's all I have. I don't. I don't know. That's all I got. I mean, it's I'm going over. I, I got. I got hurt today by the college basketball attempt and attack. 
But I think we're going to be all right. I think we're going to survive. I think so too, Tate. I think uh, there's there's a world in which college basketball will still exist as, <laughs> as we move forward. There's no doubt about that. But it is interesting, as I prolong the show here with another thought, um, that uh, the waters are, are definitely getting muddier. Like, it's definitely, like, I think the 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 silos that we're building, that were built with sports, I guess, where it's like you're you're an NBA fan or you're a college. I, I do think there's going to be a world where, like, it just all blends together. Because like the the at some point the NBA is coming becoming more like college, college is becoming more like mm-hmm. NBA. There's going to be like an inflection point where they both meet, yeah. And it's very similar, and it all exists, and it's sort of like being a soccer fan in Europe, and you're like, I I prefer the Premier League, but yes, of course I'm going to watch Real Madrid and Barcelona, mm-hmm. and of course I'm going to watch whoever the whoever Bayern's beating the shit out of in the German <laughs> league that day. I don't know. I was thinking about that. It's it's definitely got to come to a head. And the NCAA tournament's going to exist. That's what we have to stress. It's going to exist. It All might right. be different, but it's going to exist. All right. Thank you, Tate. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for the reassurance. All right. <laughs> See you guys next week.